0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting and listen to this headline. A chess playing robot accidentally broke the finger of its seven-year-old opponent during exhibition match in Moscow. Okay. That's going to get your attention, right? Here's what happened. The child apparently moved his piece too soon. Oh, and the robot looked down and went, whoa, that's not going to happen. Grabbed the kid's finger and fractured the boy's finger. Um, you should see the video of the robot holding onto the kid's finger until several people are like, oh, no, we got to get this robot off this kid. Uh, I'm surprised no one thought to take, like, the robot's batteries out. Anyway, Russian chess officials say that the robot is absolutely safe. Okay, even though he just, like, Almost broke this kid's finger. Um, You know, I love chess. I play chess at least a few times a week online. And I actually made an Eastern European friend while playing chess online. I guess you could call him my Czechs mate. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was a good one. I heard you laugh. I did. Hey, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's America's largest show about all things digital. Your most trusted source. You can find us on over 420-odd stations streaming throughout the United States and on their radio stations. We're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for Commando with a K. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast over at getkin.com, where you get three months of archives, commercial-free, and just a quick reminder that we also have, you can't get enough of me, Kim Commando today. Yes, every single day you can get my 30-minute podcast that's just perfect for walks and commutes and good things like that. And heck, you're going to learn a lot in that 30 minutes, I guarantee it. And also, I'd like to thank our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio. A special thank you goes out to our service men and women in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, Coast Guard, and Space Force, who are protecting our great nation, and our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. It's at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, let's start with five things I think you need to know about consumer tech that will keep you up to date, make a difference in how you use your devices, what you buy, what you spend your money on, and even maybe what you're going to be watching. Okay, HBO has spent a ton of money producing and now promoting a new documentary that's called we met in virtual reality. It kind of feels like a real documentary. People are talking about what it's like to be in a VR world, but they really are in the VR world. Documentary is, is really about the avatars, so that the whole thing takes place in something called VR chat, which is a virtual reality platform. But you have full body control over your avatar, and you can also interact with their people, okay? But for some reason, when I was looking at We Met in Virtual Reality, the majority of the folks who are using VR chat, they pick avatars that look like female anime characters. They have these bushy tails and big floppy ears, and every once in a while, you'll see a gremlin, or even a like Kermit the Frog for some reason. And I don't want to give the whole thing away, and I don't want to be that spoiler, but I will tell you that there's a virtual wedding that happens, and there are real virtual tears, and apparently two avatars that live thousands of miles away from each other they fall in love in this VR platform and then they get married in the VR platform and they've never met in real life i'm not sure if i get that either but there are kittens and dogs as i mentioned girls with big ears on this vr chat but there are no pirates at all in vr because they prefer ar our ar I'm I know, that was bad. Okay, number two, Gmail has a new look that everyone's getting. If you're a Gmail user, you'll notice that there's been a complete redesign. It was actually announced last February. I think we told you about it then, but it's rolling out to everybody. The whole idea is they want Gmail to be your one-stop shop app. So you have new views that show your chat, and you can tap to join a video call, a blue background, a compose button. And if you're not a fan of the new layout, I know a lot of people don't like change, that you can go back to the old way. Now, if you don't already have the new layout and you want to check it out, first thing you want to do is go into your settings and turn chat on and then refresh the page, hit F5 or uh, whatever you want to do, and then even close the browser, open it up. And Gmail should load automatically with the new layout. And if you still don't see the new layout, look over to the right-hand side and you could see a button that says try the new Gmail format. Click there. And that's what you want to do. You know, one day I was thinking, and that's how my mind works, if Facebook buys Gmail, there would be a ton of changes. Think about it. Facebook bought, just bought Gmail, including a really big one. The mark as seen option would be changed to mark has seen. Uh, number three on our list is macros are the old ways that are stealing from you because now we got new ways. If you use Microsoft Office, I'm sure you're familiar with macros. Those are those little programs that you can make, so you'll have to press one key for a repetitive task. Like, say you always put a certain signature at the end of every document. You can make a macro, be like Control-Shift-Whatever-S, and then suddenly that would be your macro to always insert your signature. Totally, totally, totally time-saver. Now, the problem with macros is that the bad guys and gals, the threat actors, they use Microsoft macros as uh, phishing schemes. And they attach them and they put them inside Microsoft Word docs and they use it to take over your system and spread malware, maybe even something worse. So, what happened recently is Microsoft started automatically blocking macros to make them harder to activate. Uh, The block actually went into effect this past week. So guess what's happening? All these people that were using macros and phishing and attaching them to Word docs and everything, they're like, oh, dude, we got to find a new way. So they have. And so I want you to be on the lookout for any file that you may get as an attachment that ends in an LNK or any HTML files. If you get those, don't open the attachment, don't click on it, just delete it. Uh, Number four on our list is Autopilot isn't quite ready for prime time yet. You may have heard me mention here on the show that I recently bought a Tesla Plaid. Yes, it's my first electric vehicle. It is the top of the line Tesla. And I did order the car with autopilot because I really wanted to see how it worked. And I've had the car about 30 days. I've driven it about 350 miles. And I've tried autopilot a handful of times. And I'll tell you, I probably would have been killed (laughs) if I didn't grab the Tesla steering wheel. That's really a yoke. On one occasion, I would have crashed into a parked truck. Another scary time. There was no stop sign at a street that has a T. And I probably just would have gone straight until I hit the hill. Uh, a bicyclist darted right into the street. And I'm not sure if the Tesla would have stopped in time. And I wasn't speeding, by the way, just to let you know. And I didn't set the speed up high. Remember, autopilot does everything. It looks at, it looks at the posted speed limit and would keep, stay within that posted speed limit. You can say you want to go 5 over or 10 over, but it's going to stay right around there. The reason why I bring this up is this past week, a motorcyclist in Draper, Utah, was killed when a Tesla driver using autopilot slammed into the rear of his motorcycle, throwing him to the ground and killing him instantly. Now, the Tesla driver said he didn't see the guy on the motorcycle. He was using autopilot at the time of the crash. Now, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has stepped up this whole autopilot investigation. Some 48 crashes are now under investigation. The entire program's under a microscope. And... A couple of weeks ago, I told you here on the show that Tesla's chief autopilot engineer, Andres Carpath, just suddenly resigned. Okay. Now, anytime somebody just resigns automatically, it kind of seems like hmm, something's going to be hitting the fan soon. Elon Musk says that there's a new version of autopilot. I sure hope so. And if you have a Tesla, I wouldn't, necessarily, I wouldn't rely on autopilot at all. And by the way, I did say on the show recently that I'm going to be selling my Tesla plaid. Um, it is a phenomenal car. It is a magnificent piece of technology except for that autopilot. It's luxurious and it's fast. And I've had people, and thank you for that. You've been emailing me saying, hey, if you sell the Tesla, I've been interested in buying it. Um, A couple of innovative folks asked me if I would actually sign the dash of the Tesla. And absolutely. Uh, I will sign the dash for you when you actually come pick up the car in person, because I think it'd be fun to meet you. Now, before you email me and ask, because I also get these, you know, what is a Tesla Plaid? What's great about it? How much do they cost? Really, just Google it. It's a top-of-the-line Tesla. It's black with white leather-like seats, and basically, you spill red wine on those seats, and there's no mess. You can drop me a note through our website. Head over to Commando.com, and then there's a link in the top right-hand corner It says "Email Kim." And if you're interested in taking a look at the Tesla, uh, again, it's a Tesla Plaid, 2022. It probably has 350 miles and I just, I, I'll tell you the reason why I'm selling it. it's not because of the autopilot, is that I don't know if you've heard me mention that I really, I only have sight out of one eye and I'm looking at alternatives now, but the Tesla for me doesn't have enough of those beep beeps and uh, cameras all around it for, for me to drive like, you know, some of the other cars that I have and own. So I really, um, I think I'm just going to, that's why I'm going to sell it. And finally, coming in at number five, of course, the president has a better remote work setup than you have, right? You may have heard recently that President Joe Biden uh, had COVID and was working out of his office remotely during the diagnosis. Well, the White House has shared a bunch of photos of Biden taking meetings using this large flat screen with a silver band and a camera on top of it. So I saw that. I'm like, wow, what the heck is that that he's using? So I did the research for you, and it turns out that it's something called a neat board. It's a 65-inch 4K touchscreen screen with a high definition camera. Okay, this is definitely not your standard webcam that you buy online for 35 or 50 bucks. Remember, this is our government we're talking about. So the presidential Zoom call camera setup costs, are you ready, $7,280 plus shipping. But I should probably clarify that pricing because you and I, we would spend $7,280 plus shipping for this type of Zoom call camera setup maybe probably not but it's since it's the government i bet you they paid 25 grand for that thing all right coming up we have five simple tricks to look better in selfies and family photos uh let's see we have brand new or not true coming up in this hour which is our america's favorite game, radio game show sensation we have smartphone tricks to never miss an important call or text notification again oh we're gonna talk about harry potter in your iphone And then also still to come, the Ring video doorbell and the police. What's going on with that? And of course, we have all of your phone calls here on The Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'd love to hear from you. I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And as always, if you're too shy, I still want to hear from you. It's okay. I will help you out. Just drop me an email over at commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O dot And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. And that's where all that magic happens. All right. Moments away from a great tip that you don't want to miss about how you can look fabulous, darling, fabulous in all of your family photos and selfies. And let's see, Debbie in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Hi there, Debbie. Hi, Kim. Oh, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. This is wonderful. I'll listen to you on WSB Sundays, 1 to 2, here in the Atlanta area. And I really hope you can help me because my husband and I are a little bit on the old side and not too uh, good with these computers. And I really have a situation.
0: Okay. Um, Lay it on me, baby.
1: Okay. A friend of mine notified me and sent me some shots of emails um, that she had gotten that say they're from me, but the contact card had been changed, and they come from places in Europe and in Australia. All of these um that she got have a link like I know you want to see these pictures so people are gonna hit the link. Um, I have three email addresses. I don't know how it originated um, and I'm concerned that all my contacts might open up the link and Kim help, I don't know what I'm supposed to do.
0: Well your email was hacked. Okay. Um now, how it, do I know which one? How many do you have? Three, and then are the emails coming from all three or just one?
1: Well, it, that's hard for me to say because when you press on m- m- my name, it shows up some um, bogus address. Uh, oh, so it's just so it's,
0: or, okay. So so it's not your okay. So let me make sure I understand. So they're not sending email using your email address. They're sending email using your name, but they're sending it to all of your contacts. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, well, you know, regardless your email has been hacked, okay. Uh, okay? there's a web there's a website and that will actually t- prove to you or show you if your email address has been hacked and you can it's called have i been pwned and that's haveipwned.com where you can just type in your email address and it will say, "Yep, you're on the list," but it's suffice to say you don't need to check it's probably been hacked. So, we need to okay. do a couple of things really quickly. Is number one is that obviously you want to change all your passwords, okay, and and also make sure that you have two factor authentication show, set up on each one of these accounts. Um, we actually have a tip on our site that will walk you through what to do once your email is hacked, um, because okay. it's actually pretty common. And it's more common if you're using the same password for multiple things. And so that's why you want to use different passwords, use a uh, password manager. And But right now, you know, the problem is, is that your email address is being sent to your contacts and they think that it's you because it kind of, it has your name, but it actually has a different return address. So they've gotten into your system and they've gotten into your contacts within your email. I don't know if they've gotten into your entire system. It's highly unlikely. I think they probably just got into your email. So it's a, it's a situation. Sorry, you have to go through this. Reminder to everybody, don't use the same password for multiple things and make sure that you don't click on any phishing emails or anything anything that looks like it could be suspicious. I know that's easier said than done especially whenever we're all moving so quickly. So I'm going to post a link on what to do once your email's hacked over inside the Q&A forum. So you do that. You go to commando.com slash community. The Q&A forum's on the left-hand side, and I'll post a tip on exactly what exactly to do once your email's hacked. But you're going to be following those steps, Debbie. And thank you so much for your call. And tell your husband I said hello to him. Over on the website, speaking of, we have a great tip about how to look better in family photos and selfies. Like You want to push your neck forward so you don't get like that double chin. Uh, You want to get your best selfie angle. You want to look towards the light so that your eyes sparkle. You want to get that standing pose. You don't want to, like, stand there, like, with your hands on your hip and your legs open. That does not good. And you don't want to force a smile. So you want to hit the website for that and stay right where you are. We have Brand New or Not True coming right up. And Brand New or Not True is truly America's national radio game show sensation where you can play along and guess, is it brand new or is it just not true? Because every week we have all these new tech products that hit the scene. And when playing Brand New or Not True, I present you the home listener with a spe- and a special guest contestant with three gadgets in the tech world. Now, two are completely fake. I made them up. One is absolutely true. You can buy it today. Now, you will notice that No product names are given. Why? Because, well, some people have been known to cheat at Brand New or Not True. I'm not pointing fingers or saying it's you, but it has happened before. And as always, if you win, you get a special prize. That's right. If you're a guest contestant here on the program, on the show, and you win Brand New or Not True, you will get an official Kim Commando Show fanny pack. Yes, it's priceless. And joining us this week for Brand New or Not True is Sandra in Bangor, Main. Hello there, Sandra. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm good. So what do you do there? I
2: am actually a veterinarian, and I'm looking to start a second career as a photographer.
0: Awesome. So you're a vet. That's so cool. And so what's the, what's the strangest animal you've ever worked on?
2: Well, I primarily work with exotics, so I get to see all kinds of strange things, from sugar gliders all the way through to zebras. So I I get to do a little bit of everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how fun is that! All right, that's awesome. Um, All right, so three products. Okay, two are two are completely fake, and one is real. And it's up to you to decide what is the real product. You ready to play? All right. Okay. Product number one. Now, controlling all these smart gadgets with your voice is fine, but let's bring some old school tech back with a gadget that controls your smart home, just like the clapper did with your lights. You remember the clapper, clap on, clap off? You but, bet. and I'm talking about that, not the disease. But the way the lights and (laughs) the new the new gadget turns your tabletop your walls and just about any other surface into a gesture enabled interface what does that mean well instead of clapping you're going to knock on your coffee table to turn on the lights or adjust thermostat so you can set up any sequence that you want so like knocking on the countertop twice will find your lost phone three times you can turn on the coffee four times to order food delivery from your favorite app sky's the limit It connects to Wi Fi, it's $99. Product number two. Do you have any smart appliances, Sandra? I don't. I actually live off the grid. Oh, wow. That's cool too, with zebras and everything. All right. Okay. Well, (laughs) since you are off the grid, a lot of. A lot of things in the kitchen are now smart. We've got smart ranges with Wi-Fi, interconnected coffee makers, refrigerators they have these smart displays so you can see like what you're missing and you can scan things on your fridge, to tell you what, what else you, you need to have for a recipe. So it was only a matter of time before the old fashioned can opener was brought into the internet of things. A new smart can opener has a barcode scanner that not only lists ingredients inside the can, but on your diet or health app, it'll actually put it right in there too. So this way you can track what you eat and even create meal plans for each day of the week. So this is a smart can opener. Sandra, do you know what they call a can opener that doesn't work? You know what they call a can opener that I'm doesn't work? I'm afraid to ask. A can't <laughs> opener. I get it? A can't opener? I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. $119. Thanks for playing along. All right. Product number three, finally. <laughs> Face masks are so basic. So now we have the first scarf with air pollution, allergy, cold and covid protection built right in you can protect yourself against pollution and illness with a little style thanks to this innovative scarf that contains an air filter that knocks out 99 of all airborne particulates it has a g95 filtration technology you just put the scarf around your neck and over your mouth and unlike those paper masks this scarf is washable it's $69 and speaking of scarves Sandra did you hear that Al Pacino is going to star in a new movie about a man who wins the world's nodding championships? Have you heard about that? No. No, I haven't. It's called Scarface. Oh, oh, bad one. I'm sorry. all right <laughs>
2: bad jokes.
0: It's I know. bad
2: not true. <laughs> I
0: know. I'm sorry. It was. I don't know. Was, I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even drinking when I put this together. All right. So we have three products. One is the old-school way to control your devices by knocking. Uh, Product number two is the smart can opener. And product number three is the smart scarf. So, oh, the pressure's on, Sandra. Which is the real product? Which one is real?
2: Oh, this is a tough one. Well, I I don't know. It sounds like the clapper could be a disaster if you had someone come to visit. So I'm going to guess that one is one of the fakes. And the smart can opener sounds like a great idea, but it also sounds like there'd be some, some pitfalls there. So I'm going to go with the face mask as the
0: brand new product. All right, the smart scarf face mask. Okay, so Saunders, final answer is product number three, the smart face mask scarf, I guess we'd call that. Right. And what, what do our judges say? Let's see.
2: Say hello to Nocky. Nocky is a small, elegant device that instantly transforms ordinary surfaces in your environment into remote
0: controls. Yep, it's Nocky. You can just knock. That's what happens. But you're right. I didn't even think about that. Somebody knocks on the door. Everything get <laughs> all messed up, right? Right. It's bad. It's just bad. Well, you didn't win, but we're going to send you an official Kim Commando show fanny pack because I never spoke to a veterinarian who does exotics ever in my entire life. So I think that's so cool. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) All right. So what's your question for me? Well, I am in the process
2: of starting kind of a second career as a photographer And I've been working on building my website on on a website platform and reading through a lot of do's and don'ts. It looks like the recommendations are generally to include some social media, most particularly Instagram, which I know is owned by Facebook. And since I will be working on my personal computer, I'm really concerned about privacy. I'm usually pretty careful. I do have a Facebook account, which I rarely use. Um, I use a private window in Firefox. When I open it, I always log off. I close the tabs. I have a VPN. I use a password manager, but I still don't want the tracking and the access to my camera and my microphone and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm wondering if it's really worth even having the Instagram account. Is it possible to minimize the invasion of privacy? Um, I'm just not familiar enough with the ins and outs to kind of feel like I can make an adequate decision here. So I was hoping you could help me out.
0: Well, all oh, really great questions. Um, and, you know, I, I fought it too for a long time, I'll tell you, because I'm sitting there going like, do we really need to be on Instagram? Do we really need to uh, be on Facebook and as a business and as a brand? How important is it? And it really truly is important. And especially because you're getting into the photography business, the visual arts, right? Mm-hmm. and that that's was really the foundation of where Instagram came from it's actually moving more into a TikTok world with videos and things like that but still photos are a big big part of Instagram and as and in order for you to develop your brand you really it, unfortunately you need to be there because they are already there you build a website they don't necessarily come but people are already hanging out and spending far too much time scrolling and doing nothing on the likes of Facebook and Instagram. Okay. And so, so you use Instagram as almost like the lost leader to maybe sell your photographs, which you can do on Instagram now, by the way, or to point them to your website for uh, additional images that they might be interested in good things like that. So as far as minimizing your footprint, you, you really are doing a fabulous job uh just everything that you rattled off you know as far as using a VPN keeping your accounts secure you know logging on logging off using private incognito windows and you know and, and probably far more than than I do uh simply because there's you know I, there's a certain side of me it's like okay well I'm gonna log off but then I'm gonna have to log on and and I, I think all of us except for you I, I have I, I know that I've gotten complacent over time I mean Sure. You know, when when, because it's it just becomes part of our lives. I, mean, I remember when my you know growing up, my father would always say, you know, what happens in the house stays in the house, right? It's private. Okay, well <laughs> now it's like, oh here, let me show you my the new power outlet I put in my wall. You know, it's like whatever. <laughs> okay. So so you do need to have Instagram uh and you have okay. 150 words to describe your business. You could put your web address Inside that 150 words to save more information. Uh, the business account, if you do a business one, it will give you a lot of insight. So you can see the demographic of who's clicking your photos, how long they watch, what time of day, what type of browser they're on. So you can start gearing your posts. If you know everybody's going to be checking your stuff at like you know 10 o'clock at night, then you want to start posting you know before then and not at midnight. You know, so it's just come some basic sense. Uh, there also mm-hmm. are some tools that we use. One is called Hootsuite. Another one's called Buffer that as you start getting more into social media that you don't want to sit there and say, oh, now I got to post to Facebook and now I got to put this on Pinterest and I got to put this on <laughs> Instagram because it takes a lot of time. And so you can use these free tools that will automatically – you can put the po- – you you put the post into the free tool and then you say what time you want it to put out. And you can also put the same mm-hmm. post on all the social media platforms or you can say I need to tweak it just a little bit so Facebook sounds more – more friendlier than Instagram or whatever have you. So, but it and then it also gives you some analytics, just like you're doing with everything else. As far as logging in, logging out, checking your permissions that you've given access to, uh, that's the same thing you're going to do with Instagram. And yes, Instagram is owned by Facebook, and that's is what makes everybody freak out because we've already seen what Facebook has done with our data. And we probably didn't even actually right. probably don't know everything that they've done with our data, now that I say that. Uh, and what's interesting, you'll find this. Uh, I, I, I asked a, a top advertising executive recently, big-time person. I, I don't want to say who it is other than to say he's, you know, runs a lot of stuff. And I said, you know, how many different data points do you think you have on every single American? What do you think that answer was? Oh, gosh. I would guess in the thousands. Well, I had seen, and I and he said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Because that's what I told him." I said, "I have seen numbers like twenty eight thousand different data points on everybody." I said, "I can't even think. I, I didn't know I had twenty eight thousand different data points on me, right, on myself." <laughs> okay. And he, he said, and he and he looked at me in all seriousness. He says, "Kim, that number is infinite, infinite, because wow. every time every time you get on, I get another data point." And I thought, "It's refreshed." Yes. I was like, "Holy crap, I yeah. never thought of it that way." You know? It's just yeah. just it was like, "Wow, it's it's truly infinite." This this guy's collecting infinite number of data points on all of us. So, that's scary. It, it's very frightening. So, when you get it up and running, shoot me a link. I'd like to look at it, okay? Cool. And are you taking pictures Absolutely. of the animals? We will do.
2: I don't do a lot of pet photography. I do a little bit, but I do more wildlife. So oh. I, I, I've got lots, lots of wild animal pictures on my photos, but not quite so much of when they're sick or sedated or when we're working with them. That's not as enjoyable to look at.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I thought. I thought maybe when they were like. Happy and healthy that you take a shot. Yeah, we don't want any of those like veterinary type stuff. No blood. We don't want to see any of that stuff. So yeah, drop me a note. I'd love to see what it looks like. And Sandra, thanks for playing brand new or not true, being such a great contestant. And uh, and good luck with your business. I'm sure you're going to do fabulous. All right. This week's digital life hack is all about how you're going to never miss an important call or text notification again, because what you can do is turn on LED flash alerts. So every time you get a text or a phone call, your LED flashlight will actually make a little notion at you. You can get notifications that are persistent, so you can't really miss them. And then also you can do the same thing on your Android phone. And you can also get flashlight notifications. And so to check all this out, we got the step by steps, free for the taking, over at commando.com. Stay right where you are. We have more of your fantastic phone calls coming right up. all right mike in nashville tennessee hi there mike
2: hi kim thanks for taking my call you uh, You helped me back in 2020 do a um webcam on a bird nest and uh your advice worked out great and oh, i have awesome. since recorded two bird families since then
0: oh wow well, uh, so how can i see time. wait wait whoa, whoa whoa how can i see the videos are they on your social oh I, i'll have to put it up on
1: my social I oh that'd be that. awesome
0: Okay, so you're back okay. for more, baby. Yes, I am. Uh,
2: this time, I need your advice because my wife and I are going on a cruise in October. And the cruise ship offers a Wi-Fi package that you can purchase for like 10 bucks a day per device. So I've seen some portable Wi-Fi extenders out there, uh, and I'm wondering if you think that these will work to solve the problem to be able to share the Internet mm-hmm. across my devices and only pay the one fee.
0: Yeah, because that would get really expensive. I mean, you've got your phones, your tablets, yeah. your laptops. I mean, you're looking at, you know, before you know it, you know, a day for internet access, which is a lot. Uh, What you're going to get is a handy-dandy little gadget, and I'm going to send you a link to one that I recommend. They're about $70 when you find them on sale. Otherwise, they're about $80, $85. Um, But they're basically a travel router. And so you're going to uh, hook – you're going to connect the travel router to, say, one of your devices, okay? And then it's going to work as a wireless repeater for your other devices. So you're only gonna have that one charge. I don't think the cruise ships block this. I haven't heard of them doing it, but this is also one of these configurations that I want you, before you get on the boat, just try it at home, okay? And make sure that – because the worst thing you can do is when you're on vacation is that you're sitting there and she's saying, honey, does it work yet? And you're like, not yet. I'm still working on it. <laughs> you know, it's like – and then she reminds you like, you know how much money we're paying for you to sit here and try to figure out this this travel router? And you're like, I know. I'm doing the best job I can. It's really not that difficult. Um, I'm going to send you a guide all about it as well as a link to how you can buy it on Amazon. The one that I recommend is made by a company called Slate. And again, it's a travel router. It's not very difficult to use. If you have a ring video doorbell, I want you to get inside the control center and look under public safety. And there's where you can toggle on and off whether or not the local police can request your assistance in an investigation and get your videos. Remember, once you turn over those videos, the police departments can do with them with what they please. That's right. So just something to keep in mind. And we have another hour coming up here on the Westar Multimedia Network. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.